from the United School District is Superintendent Jeff Whitsick. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to get you through to the Christmas break with uh, nothing but rain. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I, I hate to say it out loud too often, but yeah, we, we're all dreaming and hoping for a white Christmas that comes on December 23rd. You know, there you a- go. After we're, after we're out of school. Yeah, we can be home and enjoy. Tell me about, uh, I heard Jenna Link this morning discussing the flu, the COVID, the RSV. It's running rampant through our area, like most of Illinois. How's our schools holding up? Yeah, we, we're, we've seen the we've seen the hit, too. Um, strangely, student-wise, the hardest hit's been our, our middle school, our junior high age students. Um, uh, beyond that, you know, we, we've been, I think as high as 23% of our junior high was out one day. Um, so we're, we're conscious of it. Um, my, my bigger concern comes when your staff starts dropping and, uh, you know, filling those spots on those days when, when people need to be home and, and getting well is that becomes a little more of an issue, but so far we've, we've been able to avoid any real calamities that way too but yeah we we are not immune to it we have seen our our fair share and it's been all over the board it's been the tummy flu the respiratory flu right yeah we're yeah we're not seeing one single thing it's just we we've uh we've been hit with it anything and everything it feels like so well it's the same way at the junior high at monmouth roseville so it uh, it's it's here right now. Let's hope it's here early and can work itself through, and we have a much more pleasant uh, January February. Yeah, you know, I, I this kind of coincided. It seemed like coming out of Thanksgiving, so I, my fear is we're gonna work our way through it and then have another break and then re- relapse when we get back together. But uh, you know, if if we get good weather and and people take care of themselves over break, hopefully we'll we'll, we'll be right coming out of it. Okay. We're talking with Superintendent Jeff Witsit and Mr. Witsit this morning, I was starting to download all the new laws uh, for 2023. There's so many, we'll never get through them all, but they did have a highlight of uh, some some uh, changes coming. Uh, any new changes coming to the schools that you're aware of or you'll continue to learn more about for 2023? Yeah, actually, there's quite a few. Um, we've, we've got a lot. Um, I spent about an hour and a half on... Um, on Monday or Tuesday of this week, uh, with the state, just talking about with the, with the legal representation from the state, talking about um, policy changes that are going to have to come about, and so but come our Jan- January board meeting, we're going to have to spend some time talking about uh, first reading of some policy changes to coincide with some of the legislation that passed last spring, but isn't enacted until either January first or July first of this coming year. So. Um, we, there's a stack of them though. Um, uh, the legislation, legislature was really busy in the spring. Um, there was a lot of things that did impact us. Um, you know, something like a simple one that actually came about last night, we were doing our tax levy and we held a truth and taxation hearing. Well, one of the, one of the new legislative acts is every, every time we hold a hearing, we've got to report on our, um, fund balances, which has never necessarily been the case. It kind of coincides with particularly a levy hearing. Um, but, uh, you know, that's going to be a mandate of hearings from moving forward. And uh, just so happens that last night it coincided with our audit report. So our fund balances were reported anyway. So uh, if the law had been enacted for this year, we, we would have met the requirement just out of dumb luck, I guess. But, uh 
you know, just just those kind of um, logistical things. There's a there's a ton of those that are coming. Uh, you know, you and I were talking about the trauma informed school boards and and the things that board members uh, are going to be added to their list of training. Um, uh, things uh so there, there's a lot to get through i'll be honest i have not gotten through them all i like i said i spent that hour and a half getting the um quick and dirty synopsis from the state and and now i get to spend some time doing some real real research and working on and comparing them to our existing policies and, and what kind of changes we're gonna have to make moving forward so like i said i'll, I'll bring as many of those as I can get through um, to the January board meeting for first reading, and then uh, we'll kind of move forward from there. Okay. Any of them uh, <clears throat> major that stick out that headline-wise that you saw? Um, I'm, I'm sure there are. I'm, I'm, they're escaping me right now, but, uh, you know, there are going to be some that are going to re- require way more discussion than others, I'm certain, um, that impact our day-to-day more than um, maybe another district and vice versa. I'm sure there's districts where other things mean more to them. So um, okay. it, we, our policy needs to be United-centric, and uh, that's that's what we try and do. Okay. All right, you had your regularly scheduled school board meeting as well. Speaking of meetings, how did it go? Yeah, it went well. Um, we, it was a little longer than typical, um, but, you know, we, we did get through a lot of things last night. We had a lot to do. Um, it was It is December, so it was tax levy time, so we did approve a tax levy. Um, ultimately, we landed on, um, we're requesting about 7.5% more than we got last year. Um, there's there's a, a mathematical game to that, though. Um, asking for that doesn't, isn't, isn't really going to raise the tax. In fact, our tax rate will likely go down um, at that ask um, because we are seeing um, a, a considerable gain in EAV again this year. We've we've been on that track here for the last couple years, and uh, with the increase we're going to see in our EAV, we were able to ask for what we got last year plus a little bit more. Um, don't expect to get it all. I say that every year too. We don't expect to get every penny of what we asked for. Um, we buffer that a little bit just, just to make sure. But, uh, in, in reality, what we're asking for, I can't, I can't do the math and figure out a way that our rate will go up. Doesn't mean we'll pay less necessarily, but, uh, we're, we're in a good spot. Um, we, we covered our audit last night too. Um, we, we had a really good year financially. Uh, so I, I, it was, we were real comfortable not, um, not asking for a ton last night. It was, it was nice with the, we, we built up a little bit of a surplus in the ed fund. Um, so we're, we're going to maintain and ask for really what our expenditures were this year and hopefully stay within that. Um, and if not, we will dig into our savings a little bit, just be real cautious not to, to go overboard, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's a good time right now for us financially. There's no question about it. Um, way better than we've seen in some years past, for sure. Yeah, you and I, back 08 to really 16, yeah. 17, somewhere in there. We, we talked a lot about 2016 last night. That was kind of when I looked through our historical data. That's That was a... You know, that we were on our audit came through that that year and we were in financial review. I mean, we had some real issues going on. Our, our cash on hand and our our uh, ratios uh, didn't didn't balance, weren't weren't where you would want them to be. So 
over these last five or six years, our board's been real cautious of that without really um, increasing our rate a ton. In fact, the last two years, I would say that our rate has decreased. We've definitely benefited from two things. Um, the fact that EAV has increased um, at the rate it has makes life a little easier for us. And honestly, um, state funding has been the steadiest it's been in my entire <laughs> career um, as far as coming in. Um, I'd love to see it be more, obviously. I think everybody would tell you that across the state. They'd love to see more money coming from the state. But the fact that it comes regularly is on time. We can count on it. The number has been what it is. We, the proration, we, we're, we're a little bit beyond uh, again, transportation is still not getting paid at what it should have been, but uh, we're we know what our number is, and that that helps us um, plan and and make things work. So um, glad you got some breathing room. We do. Um, it, it is. It's it's. I the levy is a whole different ball game. It was it was a different discussion last night than in years past, where we were like we got to get it while we can get it uh, mentality. This year it was way more about. Here's what we need. Here's what we can actually get. Where, where do we want to fall um, in that? Okay. You want to you want to be safe and you want to take care of, of the future. But uh, it, this was a good opportunity to not uh, not really have to dig our taxpayers. Does our EAV uh, will that also increase with the new housing? Not yet. Um, that's going to be part of a TIF um, enterprise zone. I, I confuse those. I'm not sure which one's in which. But, uh, yeah, there there will be, um, for a while, that won't impact us, but that will come off. Um, that's another thing we have benefited from um, at, at United is with, with the things that the city has done to bring things to us, the fairways and the cold storage and the, um, you know, they're, those are great things, and we're thrilled that, that the city and the county can bring those things to us. We haven't seen full benefit of those tax-wise until recently. We're starting um, starting to see some of those come back off um, the TIFs and, and starting to see some increases there, which, okay. which just only adds to our, um, our financial health. Okay. We're talking with Superintendent Jeff Witsit, United School District. What else was on the plate last night for school board? Um, we had a presentation. We started the meeting um, with the hearing, of course, but then we went into a presentation from our principals and our a couple of our instructional coaches to talk about basically just it's December. Uh, as as much as people are thinking Christmas and and getting into the holidays, we're thinking about next year. <laughs> we're we're thinking about twenty twenty three twenty four. Uh, we had a great presentation from our principals and instructional coaches regarding what our goals and our plans um, for programming are going to be for next year and, and some of the things that uh, that coincide with that. Um, we're, we're looking at a new English language arts um, series adoption. It's been, been a long time since we've really looked at updating our curriculum in that area. Um, so we've had a committee working on that um, outside of school time for the better part of this year, um, and we're getting close to probably February, we'll be making a presentation on that and talked a lot about that. Um, our standards-based grading initiatives and, and uh, our focus on skill development and, and really assessing what kids, what kids' skills are as opposed to um, uh, 
kind of arbitrary grades of C's and B's and you know what those things mean so um, those those things don't happen overnight it's been a long long haul and a lot of work from a lot of people to make those things happen so just a, a great presentation from those guys explaining what we've done where where we've been where we were heading and and what next year will look like for those things um, also presented some recommendations and I'll, I'll call them requests as far as calendar for next year regarding some built-in professional development time and and uh, some an additional in institute day and some things like that uh, for the board to consider as we move towards we typically um, adopt our calendar for the following year in February so we wanted to get that information out to the board so they've got a month or two to chew on that before we get to that February board meeting so talked a lot about that it was a great presentation good to see um, just give us some clarity as to where where the district's heading um, the other item on the active um, for action item in the in the agenda was we did uh, vote and approve unanimously to add junior high softball as a extracurricular activity at United next year. Um, there's been some talk about that over the last year, um, pretty heavy. I, th I think the success of our junior high baseball program the last couple of years going to state. There's a there's a wish and a want for our girls to have that same opportunity and I get it we, we offer a high school program um, it's nice to provide a feeder program to that too so um, so we we talked a lot about it it's a it creates a little bit of a scheduling um, thing for us as far as girls basketball and how those guys will coincide but Mr. Robertson and Mr. Lancaster out at the junior high have done a great job of prepping and, and working on what a schedule would look like and how that would, would coincide with junior high girls basketball. So uh, we, we had enough information last night. Discussion was had, and uh, it was approved, like I said, unanimously to, to add that. A lot of girls playing the uh, fifth and sixth grade level of travel softball. Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty our, big deal. Our numbers are are at the, those levels appear to be pretty strong so i would expect that to be um that take off and run pretty easily you know i i think um you know whatever works best for for united and the kids anytime we can have kids doing whether it be band drama um madrigal singing um softball Keeping kids off of tech items is so key because we we need kids to be able to think for themselves, learn how to solve problems, and these computers. You're reading all these stories now that that AI will impact just a student learning. It, the the bots can write the papers for them, and and it was kind of interesting. I'm like, well, you know, they're right. They're, bots are writing news now. Right. Artificial intelligent news stories. They're not intelligent because they're written by a bot, meaning there's no thought. They're just you know right. They're Plug and, plug and play. Plug and play, yeah. And so anything to keep kids socializing and and just being healthy and getting good exercise. And, uh, you know, I'm, I just think it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not hard um, knowing. The, the hard part is it as the adult and as the, the administrator in charge is you've got to coordinate um, and make sure we can do all of them with fidelity. Um, you know, you don't want to add a program and then not be able to to m make it work to it to the to the best of its ability. And and with the the and I'm, my intent is not to throw the IESA under the bus, but the way 
the way the IESA calendar falls, particularly for girls sports, they're just all they're there's so much jammed into the fall. Right. Um, and I wish that could be different. I, I wish we could spread things out a little bit more that way. And I think that would I that would have made it a much easier decision for me personally. Sure. Recommendation, I guess, wasn't my decision. But, um, you know, I'm I'm not anti softball. And but the fact that I dragged my feet was more about the logistics of it and the scheduling and and what it does to our girls, because, uh you know, I think in a in a schedule we're looking at uh, junior high softball, our first game will be August fifth. Wow. Well, so you're nah. starting so you're starting <laughs> practice. You know, somewhere late July, um, and and you're talking about girls, like you said, with the travel ball and everything, have already played how many games? I'm I'm going to guess forty to fifty games already in the summer before they get to that. Now you're going to extend that into the end of September. And in the meantime, you, you you're trying to get a girls basketball program started too. Sure, sure. Um, and so I and honestly, a girl that if they played softball, basketball, and volleyball, they're going to start mid to late July and not end anything until February. Not really have a break till the end of February, and then it's a short break before track starts if you're lucky mm. enough to get them out for that too. So my you know, my concerns are overriding. You know, I, I love to see our kids involved and have as many opportunities as possible. But I my concern is what will that do to other programs, too, True. As, as far as Water what, down what, or... what we ask of kids. Well, you know what? Wait and see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you, trial you, and error. You don't know until you try. That's that's the ultimate thing. And, um, you know, softball is big around here. There's no question about it. Girls, girls are involved and uh, – like I said, we have a high school program. Um, we've had a really, really successful high school program for a lot of years. We've fallen on some some different times right now. Numbers aren't what they used to be, and uh, if this helps build that back up, it, that's positive. I just don't want it to be at the detriment of other programs. Sure, sure, totally understand that. All right, anything else you want people to know about the United School District? Uh, elementary Christmas concerts are tonight. Um, we we do that out at the high school. They've got a great schedule. They kind of work that out grade-wise, how that works. So uh, it's, a, it's a fun night. Um, just want to remind everybody that is at the high school. Um, we bring our elementary kids. It's really the facility that, that fits us the best for a program like that. So... Fun night, and if you're not in the Christmas season yet, uh, come out there. Those kids will will get you rolling. You'll you'll be ready for the holidays at, at that point. Sounds good. You have a great holiday. I'll see you again next year or at the ball games. I know we just finished our meeting yesterday. We've got quite a few United ball games, girls and boys, on the docket. So looking forward to it. Yeah, we appreciate uh, you guys being out there. It's always fun to have you, and always fun to listen. So um, when we're spread so thin, it's always nice to be able to keep keep up because of you guys. Thank you. That is Superintendent Jeff Witsit with us from the United School District on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.